Welcome to the Spark to Your Success. My name is TJ Dow and I believe that we all have a bright spark inside. When you find yours and light it up, not only do you light up inside and that feels amazing, but you light up the world around you and allow others to feel that amazing too. What a great gift to give, not just to yourself, but to the people around you. The Spark to Your Success podcast is designed to bring you a little inspiration, a little bit of insight and bring a little positivity into your day. How is your day? Welcome to this episode for young people and the young of heart. Last week, we talked about ants, <laughs> inspired by the saying. I remember my mum saying it. I can hear her voice now. Sit still. Do you have ants in your pants? <laughs> Reminded me of what amazing little creatures they are. It was so great to do a bit of research and share that with you. They certainly are small but mighty. A bit like you then, eh? And when I'd finished that episode, it got me thinking about some of the other odd sayings in the insect world. How about this one? The bee's knees. <laughs> you look like the bee's knees in that. Try this new treat. It's the bee's knees. How many times have you heard that phrase? Or maybe you never have. Oh my gosh, if you never have, how come you never have? That's crazy. But it's such a weird saying. Because, well, treats are clearly not bee's knees, are they? Imagine eating a bee's knee. <laughs> what? <laughs> and you certainly don't look like a bee's knee. So why would you even say it? Do bees even have knees? Hmm. Anyway. These bees knees questions have been whizzing amongst my 60,000 thoughts a day. Every day this week, I've been thinking all of those things and I must dig deeper and get some facts. So I did a little bit of investigating. Time to see if we can get some answers to these puzzling things in this phrase. So not so straightforward as it turned out. It seems like there are a few different opinions about where the phrase originated from. I love that. Must have started one way. But just like Chinese whispers, the meaning changed as it got passed from one person to the other. The original source of the phrase has become lost in time. Hmm. Chinese whispers. Now I'm going to need to know about Chinese whispers. I must go and research that. <laughs> That's one for another day. TJ, don't get distracted, so easily distracted from bees knees to Chinese whispers and whew, bringing it back again. So I started my little research. I found one suggestion that said the phrase bees knees might originate from an Italian-American way of pronouncing business, like business. It does sound like bees knees, so does it really? I'm not convinced about that. Or maybe it's just that I don't have a very good Italian-American accent. <laughs> you try it. Do your best American-Italian accent and say bees knees. <laughs> no, I'm still no good at it. Anyway, moving swiftly on. Another suggestion said that it might be an abbreviation for the be-all and end-alls. Like the bees knees. <laughs> I can kind of get that like because if you say the bees and ease comes out like a bit like the bees and ease yes I can be convinced with that one but not to stop there not so easily convinced but I do love all these theories and there are more many more I know right who'd have thought there would be so many 
What fun. Well, I had fun researching it. Anyway, apparently, in the 1920s, there was a world champion Charleston dancer. The Charleston being the name of a very famous and popular dance in those roaring 20s. The 1920s as opposed to these 20s, the 20s, 20s. We kind of... Not really roaring at the moment, are we? Not in quite the same way. Anyway, this dancer was very popular in the city of New York and the dancer's name was B, B double E, like the B, B Jackson. So maybe it was this B's knees they were talking about, was a bit curious about. I did actually look her up as well. She was indeed very beautiful and did have very nice knees as it happened. Sadly... She died tragically in her mid-twenties of appendicitis, but up until then had an incredible career dancing. It turned out that dancing was something that she was passionate about when she was little, and she would put some music on and she would just teach herself to dance. Totally self-taught. And I think that because she found her natural gifts and talents in dancing, she found her flow, right? Absolutely found her flow. How awesome is that? And apart from the dying young thing, of course, that was a bit of a tragedy. She did have a truly amazing career as a dancer, danced with many, many famous people, uh, travelled the world, danced in many famous productions and theatres, and all because she followed her passion. What's your passion? Are you pursuing your passion passionately? Are you finding your flow? Hmm, just wondered. Just got distracted again, didn't I? So, B. Jackson, bless her. That was another theory. Other people think that it's just because B's and knees rhyme. No other reason. And others, though, believe it was because B's, and this is a fact, B's carry pollen in sacks on their knees. And that phrase, therefore, must mean that the B's knees are full of good stuff. Hmm. It is used to mean something excellent or very great or very good or very high quality. Well, like the pollen would be right, or at least the honey that it was used to make would be excellent or high quality or very good indeed. Anyway, coming back to actual bees' knees in a minute or two. But first, because when I was researching this little topic... I discovered, not only did I discover there was many different opinions about the origin of the phrase, but there was also a little bit of mm, disagreement, shall I say, about when the phrase began. There were some that said that the phrase was coined in the 1920s in America, where they came up with lots of quirky quotes like snake's hips and kipper's knickers. (laughs) What? cat's pyjamas there was a whole heap of them all just nonsense phrases and most of them rhymed and they were to do with animals and clothing Uh, but further evidence I found said no no that's not it the 1920s folk well they just borrowed it from an earlier time in history the plot therefore thickened so I dug a little bit deeper Some sources said it was from the 20th century, i.e. in the 1900s, but it was just as a nonsense expression, describing something that didn't exist. 
and gullible and naive apprentices would be sent to the shop to go and buy a skyhook or striped paint. <laughs> I think that still happens today. I've heard stories about stuff like that. Mean, just mean, that's what it is. Imagine this as well. Apparently, in the 1900s, comedic newspapers in America had articles about guests who would sit together over a meal sewing buttons on ice cream and eating the bee's knees. Huh. Published in the newspapers then. Maybe then were the bee's knees considered to be a delicacy? Well, they've got those little pollen sacks on, so maybe they were. Apparently, there was also a cartoon in a newspaper in 1914 where a character called Osgoth, one of the characters, is trying to find out what Mr Skyback, the man from Mars, eats. And Adolf, one of the other characters, suggests he eats bees knees. At which Oscar then attempts to collect bees knees from a beehive with most unfortunate results for him. <laughs> Let's hope he wasn't highly allergic because there would be no EpiPens in those days. That would have been a bit tricky. Anyway, I digress. So easily distracted. I know, got distracted again. But if you are curious like me, and I highly recommend exercising the gift of curiosity, it's such an amazing gift to have. Leads you to search, research, ask questions, keep digging and finding out all sorts of interesting and unexpected things. It's very cool. Now, I know that most of you, when you were three years old and your favourite word was why, used it a lot. Probably used it so much. But why is it? But why? But why? But why? So it drove your mum and dad crazy and they probably lost their patience and told you, stop asking why. <laughs> so familiar. Yes, but it's the best question ever when it comes from a place of being curious and wanting to learn about things. So go be three years old again and start asking why and start looking things up and researching and digging a bit deeper. Who knows where your research and your curiosity will take you. Curiosity did not necessarily kill the cat. I wonder which cat that was. Where did that phrase even come from? See, so many tangents I could go down. We could go down a rabbit hole. They're all to do with animals, aren't they? Anyway, I digress again. So, if you're curious like I am and you want to keep looking uh, like I did, you would discover that there was evidence that it wasn't started in the 1920s, actually, and not even in the 1800s, but actually in the 18th century. That is, in the 1700s. So I found a few references going back to this time in history. One says a little bit like the cheeky little colleagues in the 1900s who would send apprentices to buy things that didn't exist. Apparently in the 1700s they would send them to fetch tartan paint or a left-handed hammer or the bee's knees. There it is again. One said that the phrase bee's knees was used as another name for something really small. And then there was a quote from a letter in 1797 that says, um, it cannot be as big as a bee's knee. Well, what was this, I wonder? Why couldn't it be as big as a bee's knee? If it wasn't as big as a bee's knee, that whatever that it was must have been really, really small, right? Very fascinating, I know. All very interesting. 
And who knows which one of these explanations really is the truth and which are just versions of the truth. Ah, through people's filters a little bit like Bob, maybe. But the real question is this. Do bees actually really have knees? And the answer? Yes, they do. Yes, they do. All insects have six sections to their legs. Now I need to go and check those ants out again, see if they've got six sections to the legs. And those six sections have complicated names, but like, here goes, let's give it a go. The coxa, the trochanter, a femur. Oh, femur. A tibia. Now, that's more familiar because as humans, we have those two, right? Well, not exactly like the bees do, but we do have femurs and tibias. <laughs> you know what I mean? We all, they also have metatarsus and tarsus. We have metatarsals and tarsals, so that's pretty similar too. Each part, each of those six parts, is connected by a joint, and the one that is m most like ours, like where the knee is, and therefore most likely to be the bee's knee, is the one between the femur and the tibia, just like us. Don't think they have kneecaps, though. Sorry, just picturing a bee's knee. <laughs> it just came into my head. Funny what pops into your imagination, eh? So bee's knees are not actually that special or remarkable, which is a bit disappointing. However, bees are special and remarkable. Did you know they play the most amazing and vital role in pollinating all sorts of plants, not just our garden flowers, which is where we're usually where we see them these days, but they are incredibly important in growing crops, except cereal crops, apparently, because their pollen's carried by the wind more than it's carried by bees. But pretty much all fruit and all veggies are pollinated by insects, especially by bees. If we had no bees, the amounts of crops that we could grow and harvest would be massively depleted. They say that about one third of all the food that we eat relies on the bees for its production. Without bees... We wouldn't have so many fruits and veggies and all the things that those things go to make, including jam for your toast. <laughs> we wouldn't have honey or rapeseed oil for vegetable oils and spreads. I'm sorry, what? No jam for your toast? <laughs> or your scones. Or is it scones? You have clotted cream and jam on your scones. Your scones where I'm from. No honey in your honey and lemon. <laughs> It'd be just lemon. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Ugh. I'd have to sweeten it with something else. So bees, in my humble opinion, are in fact the bees' knees. Indeed they are. So next time one buzzes by you, instead of freaking out and screaming and trying to swat it, admire it instead from a safe distance. Socially distance yourself from that bee and respect it. And even... Say a little thank you for all the good that that little stripy creature with his little orange pollen sacks on its knees brings to the world. And I would like to say thank you to you for helping me bring a little bit of good into the world through these podcasts and its ramblings. There are so many amazing and interesting insects and animals and creatures and humans and subjects and topics and thoughts for us to explore in the coming weeks. And who knows, maybe we'll find out about Chinese whispers or the cat's whiskers. Or was it cat's pyjamas? I don't know. 
perhaps you have a quirky phrase that you would like helping researching or it just makes you smile and you want to talk about it muse over it do share it with me who knows it might make a future episode even so of course you can mail me your thoughts and suggestions to tj t-w-j-a-y at backontrackteens.com or go to the website www.backontrackteens.com find the blog page and go comment on there. I love getting comments in my email and uh, getting comments on the website from you. So you have been listening to me, TJ Dow, on this The Spark to Your Success podcast. Until next time, stay the bees knees in whatever you're doing and get a real buzz from finding your flow. Mm, bye for now. Mm-hmm.